0: Why, hey there, my name is Darcy Jeremy, Board Certified Professional Ergonomist. You are listening to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. This is episode six. And for this episode, I'm going to be giving you a list of things that you need to consider if you've always asked yourself if ergonomics assessments is right for you. And guys, as you know, I've been in the industry for 15 years, um, working in both industrial, office ergonomics, teaching, helping companies, um, doing case management, doing pretty much anything from A to B or A to Z when it comes to ergonomics. So I feel I can give you all the goods to... Get you in a point to make a decision. And when we're talking about decisions, either you make a decision or you don't make a decision. The fact that uh, if you're not moving forward with a decision, that in itself is a decision. Okay, so today I'm going to be giving you the goods. So by the end of today's podcast, you can say to yourself, hey, I think it's right for me to move forward doing ergonomics assessments or the timing's not right. There's other things I want to get to in my career. There's some things coming up and, um, that I need to do before I can dedicate to learning this. If you are interested in moving forward with office ergonomic assessments, I do have a new free training. You can head to www.ergonomicshelp.com slash learn ergo. Check that out um, and that can get you started figuring out if it's right for you. And guess what? Yes, that link is going to be in the description. So without further ado, let's talk about the top six reasons why it's never been a better time for ergonomics. And the first one has to do with this downturn. Um, A lot of us in healthcare and rehab services, we're not out there working with our clients. So you can either use this downturn to watch the latest TV show. I feel like the latest binge-worthy series that I hear all over social media is Tiger King. And yes, I did look at what Tiger King was, and it does seem pretty intense and crazy. So you have a decision to make here. Do you want to invest your time in watching this latest craze or Netflix, or there's option B. You can learn a value-added service and you can um, invest in yourself into something that you know will get you further in your career. And that's why I said in the beginning of this episode, it may not be office ergonomics assessments right now. This is a great time to reconnect to where you want to be six months from now, one year from now. And even five years from now, and look at where you want to be and see if you are taking the necessary steps to get you there. If you're not happy doing what you're doing in your job right now, it's a good time to invest in your skill set. And I strongly think it's the best time to learn office ergonomic assessments because it's something that's aligned. I'm gonna be talking more about this in this episode, but. Something that is in demand, like office ergonomics assessments by employers and your clients, so when the economy gets back to normal, you can charge for these services and bring in more revenue for yourself. And hey, give yourself another um, reason or another um, angle to move forward in your career. The second thing I want to talk about today is remote ergonomic assessments. And I know Tiger craze is a tiger Kink is a craze. The second craze is remote ergonomic assessments. If you know anything about me, about a month or two ago, I did a roundtable with all of these other ergonomics experts, and we talked about what works and what doesn't. Uh, if you want to check that training out, um, I'll put it in the d- description. It's ergonomicshelpcom slash remote. And you can check that out right there. And the reason why I think remote ergonomics assessments is good for right now, well, especially this is the only way we can serve our clients with ergonomics. It gives us another skill to leverage our expertise, of course, and serving our clients and getting that revenue. But the the last thing that I think is really valuable is that learning remote ergonomics assessments is a hedge for yourself and your livelihood, if something like this were to ever happen again. And another thing about this whole COVID thing that we're experiencing right now, there has never been as many people that are working from home. And I believe many organizations, at least this is what I've heard, they are now seeing the value of having people work more from home. So there is another angle that you can use remote ergonomics assessments with. The thing with remote ergonomics assessments and people working from home is that there's going to be a lot of people at um, at their home offices or at a kitchen table or a kitchen counter that are expected to have many times very similar outputs as per usual, but they're using equipment that has never been adjusted to or equipment that's not made to be working eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, on top of managing the kids and managing other home obligations um, that they've never experienced before. So when this happens, I believe that there is a shift from if an injury will occur to when an injury will occur. And most workplaces today will experience some sort of Challenge or instance or situation when it comes to office ergonomics, it will become clear, and I say super clear, when people are not with, are working without any ergonomic equipment eight hours a day, forty hours a week. Add to this whole situation if there is a pre-existing condition or a worker's compensation claim. So with remote ergonomics training. You can not only do the training, you can do assessments and consultations, it allows you to generate a revenue. So like I mentioned before, if there's any sort of situation that could happen in the future, you are hedging your bets that you can still bring in revenue with your services and reach out. And oftentimes my students in the ergonomic blueprint, they are adding ergonomics assessments as just one service and everything they do as a healthcare or rehab professional many aren't going all in like I do and i think there's so much opportunity for this because i tell my students this all the time and i tell i tell prospects that if you were just to do a search in your neighborhood of who's doing ergonomics assessments you would probably see that there's only one or two people doing it and if you know how to market and sell your services and build your network, that's giving you an unfair advantage. And I don't know about you, but I love unfair advantages when it's in my favor. I'll take that up all day. But the thing with remote ergonomics assessments, you're not, um, you don't have the proximity to your home that you have to serve. You're not limited by the geography anymore. You can really reach out to anywhere as long as they're English speaking and the time zones work out for you, you can reach out to anyone to provide a high-level service to help people get the performance without the ergonomic incidences. There is so much opportunity there. Let's move on to number three. We're just rooming through this. We're moving. And I'm so excited to talk about this. Number three, offer your clients your current clients, another service. And this is so cool because a lot of the students that I see who are interested in learning office ergonomic assessments are already in a healthcare profession. And a lot of times these people are coming in, are in, in their clinic and they're seeing people come in with, let's, let's say a shoulder pain, a shoulder injury. You as a rehab professional, you treat the symptoms. You give them a treatment plan. You do all the uh, things that you do so well, but you're realizing there's there's a part that's missing here. You're missing a part when they go back to their office and they're exposed to the exact same situation that they started with. So my question to you is, if your client is asking you if you can help them with their office setup, or if you have any pointers about their chair, or Um, If you can come in to help them, would you say that you can do this or that you can't? And the fun thing with ergonomics is that you can utilize your background and get into that immediately and provide a service that's aligned with what you're already doing and bringing more value to that client. This can be a service that's um, an upsell to what you're already doing to bring in more income. And if you're working in a clinic, there's going to be people who are asking for this services and asking you to do this for them. Let's move on to number four. We're going to be talking about addressing the concerns that would have led your clients to see you in the first place. One of my students in the Ergonomic Blueprint just said this about learning how to do office ergonomics assessments. And this is hot off the presses. He said that I treat a lot of clients and these conditions, um, with these conditions, with uh, soft tissue injuries, um, musculoskeletal injuries, musculoskeletal disorders, all the stuff that you see related to uh, a poor ergonomic setup. So he says, I treat a lot of clients with these conditions, but my hope is to now reach some of these individuals before they become patients. Wow, mind blown. One of my favorite sayings is that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And if you've ever had these thoughts before that you wish that you could just prevent one of these instances from happening, because a lot of the times they are so preventable and the solutions that you put into place are so simple, then my friends, it is a good time to really consider moving forward with how to do this value-added service office ergonomics assessments to your career. The next thing I want to talk about, how to apply the principles from your health profession to ergonomics. And the, the reason why this is, so this is number five. And the reason why I think this is so valuable is that, heck, like you're probably... Um, and in your health profession, you already probably have a scope that includes ergonomics. And maybe you've even had a couple of uh, ergonomic assessments before. And the key thing here is that it's already underneath most of ours regulated health profession. So it's not a stretch for you to learn the process and apply what you already um, do professionally. You already know how to talk to patients and clients. You already know the mechanics and the anatomy and the physiology. And you know how to phrase that in a way that your clients understands and not only understands, but takes action on. And that is exactly the same process that we use when we're doing office ergonomics assessments. Mind you, um, there are some really specific things that you need to do every time for an office ergonomic assessment, but. When it comes down to it, it's very, very similar to what you're, you're doing. There's just, you know, the technique that sets people apart who do office ergonomics from those who don't. And lastly, it's more than just risk assessments. And this is a, a common thing I see with ergonomists and ergonomics consultants in the field. And on that fact, even those clients and it's that it's there's more than one type of service that's available. And it's not just the one-on-one office ergonomic risk assessments. It's that once you know the foundation of how to do a really good process, you can apply this to so many other service deliverables. And I say there's seven plus, seven plus types of services you can offer your clients to help get them where they need to be. So these are things that your clients already need, want, and desire, but probably don't know that you can offer these services. And these services generally fall into three categories. We have um, office ergonomic assessments. So those are the stereotypical one-on-one office assessment that you know, you probably think of when you think of an office ass- assessment. So someone comes in and you take a look at their setup. The second thing is training. And this is kind of a really unique way to serve as many people as possible with a lower impact. Um, and this is most likely like a lunch and learn where you're giving people a real setup in real time and then getting them back to their desk. And you're not really sure if they're they're putting the setups Um, correctly in place. And the last thing is a consultation. And a consultation is basically anything else that falls out of these two categories. So that's out of training or one-on-one assessments. And the really cool thing about this is that you can get really specific in how you handle these. If you want to help a client pick out um, the types of chairs and recommend equipment that would fall under ergonomic criteria, I would go there. There's so much opportunity here when it comes to helping clients reach their goals, specifically lowering workers' compensation um, costs. So you can help with accommodations. You can help with return to work processes. You can help with job matches. You can help with ensuring that the organization is understanding um, what needs to be done for an effective ergonomics program. And that all depends on the, I guess, the complexity or the understanding or the knowledge of um, the workplace that you're consulting to. And the more advanced, the more that you work with the client, the more opportunity that you can serve them with other types of services. Um, and and that's the really that's where the potential is. So you have that one and one client that shifts to um, one client with multiple services because you provide so much value, and that client knows where it's at. Okay, so that's it, guys. That's the top six reasons why it has literally never been a better time to get into office ergonomics assessments. Even now, when we're dealing with all this craziness, if you are interested to take the next steps with me learning how to do office ergonomics assessments, I have a new free training, um, and that's how to use the principles that you already know to add a profitable revenue stream. It's awesome. Awesome. It's about an hour long, but you're going to learn how to leverage all those years of schooling and experience. You're going to learn how to avoid one big mistake, plus many others. When you're first starting out, how to get started with marketing. That is so key with marketing, how to fill your gaps in your services. And I'm also going to give you some free gifts just for attending. So that sounds interesting to you. Click the link in the description and you can get started there today. I really enjoyed this episode, guys, and I can't wait till the next one. Until then, take care, everybody.